Thank you everyone for being here today at um, the Monica Campana Health and Wellness uh, and Nutrition Show featuring people helping people. And uh, today we have a very special guest. Um, all the way from California, we have uh, Dr. Carol Schumacher who is going to tell us everything about her background, herself, and what is she doing today to help people in the health world. She's a holistic health coach. Dr. Carol, the floor is yours. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Monica. I'm so thrilled to be on your show and uh, can't um, wait to have this conversation going. So um, yes, I'm Dr. Carol, that's how people call me. And um, I'm a holistic health coach. Um, I have a rich background in, in lots of different areas. I have a, originally started with a PhD in chemistry and did my uh, thesis actually uh, studying the active side of an enzyme, which is very close to um, biophysics understanding the workings of the body actually um, then i also have um, background in homeopathy i studied with the british institute um, have a degree from them and of course have my um, certification through the institute of integrative nutrition iin and um, background in hypnotherapy uh, systemic approach and also um, a spirit, some spiritual healing modalities. So a very um, wide range of what I've done so far. And it gives me actually a great um, view of um, how things are working within the body, but also within the person. Um, now, what is, what is, it's amazing. Your background is like, it blows my mind. You have, I mean, you, you have done basically <laughs> everything that there is to, to do and study in, uh, in the nutrition uh, health uh, world. And what is, what is unique about your type of uh, health coaching? Well, um, I would say that I look at it from a wider angle. I look at the person, not just the person, um, themselves, but also their background, how they um, are within their family, um, because the family, that's where the systemic approach comes in, um, is considered a system and it influences how um, you consider health and how you eat. I mean, your eating habits, everything. And um, in order for some people to change those um, Habits, patterns and habits that, you know, sometimes can be very unhealthy when you look at certain families. Um, I don't want to give details, but you know, going to McDonald's. Yeah, it's part of the culture. Yeah, it's just, yeah, what, what you learned uh, in your family, what was done. Um, you're not even aware that when you are deciding to break that um, pattern, that you become actually disloyal to your family. And that can be a big, big issue for a lot of people. I've come across this. And um, that's very interesting, you know, because nobody really, uh, and I've interviewed many people so far, and they don't, uh, they, they never mention this, uh, this point. And it's very, very important because uh, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, You're, because 
Yeah, everything is connected. I mean, as you know, the organs of the body, I mean, the whole system, we are connected, body, mind, spirit, right? They say, so the physical, the mental, the emotional, um, you know, the spiritual, and even the social comes, you know, has, is interwoven with each other and influences each other. And so um, the same is like, you know, with your outer environment, it, it influences you and, and people are often not aware of it. It's like your, your, your aunt or your mother might have the habit of, of cooking a certain way and it's really difficult to break free from that. I mean... Now, no, I wanted to ask you, you bring up the, the family. You, you had some... Um, I mean, something developed in you and, and it came from your family, right? I mean, this, this love yeah. for health and how did, it, how did you get to this point? Yes. Well, from a young age on, I was always aware of um, health and wellness. And it came about because both my parents actually had serious health issues. My father was seriously ill and couldn't be helped by um, Western medical professionals. They kind of couldn't tell him what was wrong and he thought he was dying. And so he was helped by someone who um, told him to change his diet. And um, I think there was some homeopathy involved and he got better and he's doing quite well. He's in his eighties. And uh, same with my mother, she got uh, seriously ill. So um, growing up, I was always around um, health and <laughs> exposed to health. I don't know how to say it. It was always about nutrition. My, my parents already switched from the regular German you know, diet they grew up is to something different. They, they modified. Which, which is what? What is the German diet? Well, <laughs> sauerkraut and bratwurst and Schweinshaxe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Not the, very healthy. It, not very it, healthy. It's not very healthy, right? And so um, I think they belonged then to the muesli generation, right? There was a lot of um, uh, bread, um, grains involved. And for example, me, I'm, I'm not doing this anymore either. But I, so I switched my diet as well. But I have seen my parents change their diet and achieve health. And so gave me the freedom to do the same. Um, yeah, it's, it, yeah. It's wonderful. And um, so what is it like, like, so you do, you have this holistic approach and uh, you of course you do one-on-ones right you do one-on-ones. yeah so far i've been doing mainly one-on-one coaching and i'm now reaching out into small group coaching because i realized that um some people want the support of a small group the community is uh, quite um effective and supportive and you know the change of hap- uh, habits and patterns and um, also it becomes more affordable, right? Yes. But, um, you know, some people sometimes say, why do I need a, a health coach even, right? And um, I always say, yes, I mean, do it on your own, but very often we, we get stuck in, 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 um, on the way. We do like a seven day challenge, we do like a 30 day program, and then after a we few get weeks, off. back we to square zero. Yeah, we get it back, right? And it is, um, when you work with someone that they hold the vision for you in a way and uh, remind you what your goals were originally and also, you know, help you develop the trust in yourself, empower you to um, make the changes that are necessary. Accountability and, uh, and uh, someone that is there to, to, you know, to follow you on your path, yeah, on, your, like, on your journey. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's not done when the doctor tells you after um, a uh, 15 minute visit, well, you, you know, you have Hashimoto's or you have PCOS and um, yeah, here is the medication and that's it. I mean, usually there is hardly ever any talk about changing lifestyle or nutrition. And that's actually where <laughs> the healing can happen when you start um, looking at those things and changing those. And, and now what are your, um, your three, three tips, uh, health tips that you suggest to people? Yeah, well, the, <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to crystallize three tips actually because there's plenty, but I would I say, <laughs> yeah, for me, um, a number one is always um, self-care, taking care of yourself. It's, it's, it's the thing, because if you don't take care of yourself, who will, right? And um, we only have this one body and we have, we inhabit it. So um, we have to make sure it stays healthy. So I say extreme self-care. Um, self and um, the next one would be sleep. I'm a big proponent of um, making sure you get your seven to eight hours, they say, of sleep every night. And um, yeah, some people think, you know, I can sleep when I'm old, I can sleep when I'm dead, but the body needs that time to um, regenerate the organs and also to... How many hours? What is the normal hour? Because some people, I know that some people sleep four hours. I mean, there are cycles, I think it's four hours of cycles. And so it's yes. four or eight. But what do you suggest? What is the best, uh, um, you know, number for sleeping hours? Well, it's, I mean, of course, it's individual with everyone, but there is like some research really supporting that it, you know, seven hours and plus is optimum. And I am aware that there are people that can do with four hours. I think they have a genetic modification, I would say, but um, you need seven hours because you also need to cycle through deep sleep and REM sleep, you know, the ones that basically regenerate the organs and then also um, regenerate the brain, the brain and get rid of all that that's not needed so you can start the day, the day fresh and are able actually to memorize new things. Um, hmm. Yeah, now, so say seven hours and you know, yeah, seven hours plus, okay. yeah. Now and, let's see, I'm uh, asking some questions. Let's see if anybody has questions. Uh, yes, well, um, yeah, not, not yet, not yet. We have some <laughs> comments, but everybody's, a few people watching and they're saying that it's true, but they don't say what they refer to. So it's probably everything that you said so far. Now, uh, going back to the, you mentioned the word systemic. So systemic is, is a name for this family uh, connection? No, it's, oh. it's just a way of looking at it. It's a way of looking at like... Um, for example, a family as a system, as it looks as maybe um, a country as a system like the US or Germany, and it has a certain culture and there is certain, um, I, I don't know, we'll say cultural things that people do and that makes them belong to that country. And then there's also the culture of maybe where you work, your workplace, right? Or your group of friends. So these are all systems. And when I say systemic approach is looking at these things besides just the person in front of me, seeing to what system the person is connected and seeing if there is influences that basically are unhealthy for that person. Hmm. 
that's systemic which encompasses that's- everything yeah it's like society <laughs> and culture and uh and uh yes everything that yeah it's like i i grew up in a in in germany right um and i came here and i raised my kids in this country and so i was exposed to a totally different i would say way of raising children and looking at things and um it influences and it, it sometimes makes um, things more complicated or difficult. I have a question from Mariana here on Facebook. She says, how do we break the pattern of choices that are not healthy for us and that is coming from our family? This is exactly what you do. How do you do it? <laughs> how do you do it without breaking? It's a good without, question. It's, yeah. it, it, uh, the first step would be to bring awareness to um, what is going on there and very often it's it's a um un, it's unconscious and it's 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 called um a loyalty to the system or loyalty to a certain person uh, in the way they do things and you do it out of love because you want to belong you want to belong you don't want to be expelled from your family and that's actually something very tribal because um remember we were when we were i mean <laughs> we're animals no we are animal, not animals, animals but our ancestors right, they had to belong to a tribe because otherwise they um would lose um their safety they wouldn't have the protection right and i think this is very inherent in us and we want to belong we want to be connected that's a very deep longing what we all have and we want to belong to our family. We want to be part of the family. And so how do you do it slowly, and slowly? And we don't realize you... that we can still be part of the family, even though. How do you do it? How do you do it? You tell them, oh, yeah, you know, it's, it's like if your mother gives you this big, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> delicious dish with pork and, and all these things, you know, and, and you say, I'm sorry, I can't eat. I mean, how do you, how do you do it? It's hard. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's hard, but I mean, when you uh, come to the realization that um, you can still belong and that you are still loved and that you can still love, um, you can do it. But if, as long as you're not aware of it, you will still unconsciously continue with unhealthy patterns, right? Yeah. So the first step is is being aware, like awareness that you are, uh, you know, <laughs> you are not eating very healthy. Yeah. Especially well, because, you know, there are certain, I mean, bread, I used to, I mean, I, I mean, I'm Italian and my parents used to eat pasta with bread. I mean, it's like so much gluten and so much, uh, and it's not, and it's not healthy. And slowly, slowly, I just said, you know, I don't eat bread. I don't eat bread, you know, and then slowly, slowly, they're not eating bread. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I can, I, I hear you, uh, Monica, I hear you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I pretty much had the same journey. I grew up in an absolute bread culture, lots of gluten, right? And also dairy. I remember going to, into the village and um, getting fresh milk. Um, these days I don't eat, um, eat dairy and I don't eat gluten. I mean, hardly any grains. And um, in the beginning when I started doing this and I did it for my own health reasons, uh, my parents would say, um, what are you doing? Um, that's unhealthy right i mean you have to eat bread possibly but it served them well but you know there's always the concept also of bio individuality not everybody is the same right so we have to consider this as well whatever serves you maybe doesn't serve me 
So one exactly, it's all, it's all, it's, you know, everybody's different and everybody, and you yeah, have to see what works for you. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so many people, you know, sometimes they live their lives, most of their lives, not knowing that they have specific, um, the other day, a lady said, oh, I lived all my life with a very minor um, type of celiac disease, which is, you know, this gluten issue. Yes. And, but doctors couldn't detect it because it was very mild. And, it's very uh, subtle. Yes. And, and, and it shows up in symptoms you don't actually correlate with what you eat, right? Yeah. And it can show, I mean, some stuff can, like in food sensitivities can show up two, three days later even, and you don't make the connection to what you ate two days ago. Yeah, and listen, you pumped up this uh, person. I don't know where they are. Her name is Arcee. His name. Arcee, th thank you for sharing wisdom. Pumped to eat healthy now. All right, now keep it up. Don't just it's wonderful, Arcee. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That's nice. I love and then, that. And then we have someone who just moved. She just moved to Germany. And eating bread and drinking is a big part of the culture. It's hard to resist. Now, how do you... I think one suggestion is like, if you have to go out... And I heard it from someone. You, yes. you first eat like a little snack before going out so yeah. that you're not so hungry when you are in front of, you know, the big, uh, I don't know, potatoes and, 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 and chips and the, the huge beer. I mean, drink, drink water before. I don't know. What is your suggestion, Dr. Carl, in a situation I like that? I, I would I would say the same. Like I, I've been in that situation. So um, if I know, for example, that something is being served that I can't eat, either I bring my own dish, you know, like side dish or something. If it's in a private circle, or if I go out, I make sure maybe picking a restaurant that serves that type of meal I I can eat. Or the other option is really like you said, you eat before, and then you maybe just have room for um, you know a little salad or some whatever you tolerate in that moment and you can still enjoy company right and of exactly. course with the alcohol that might be a little bit of um peer pressure there i um, know i know it's hard but it's, uh... it's like i had a client and um she she knew that the alcohol wasn't serving her and um, she joined actually um I think others um, and then um, became alcohol free, completely alcohol free. Um, but it was with support, of course. And it, yeah, okay. everybody has to find what works for them. You exactly. Know? Now I have someone, her name is Emma, Emma Jensen. I have been eating more gluten-free bread, but I noticed that I drink more with friends because I want to fit into the system. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the, what we talked about in the beginning, uh, when you are aware of this, um, you can actually break it and say, um, I don't need to drink because it doesn't serve me. It makes me feel sick or I get um, hung over the next day, but I can still enjoy the company. But maybe if you shift that habit, maybe the company will shift too. And maybe going forward, you will associate more with people that don't drink that much. Exactly. That's the thing. I mean, that's why one way, I mean, that's why I, I hardly have any friends anymore because every time, <laughs> oh, they smoke. Oh, I can't be, I can't, I can't stand smoking. I cannot be with someone who smokes. So slowly, slowly, I just don't have those friends. Are, I, I can't hang out with people like that. And if they drink a lot, I, I just slowly, either you tell them, you say, I can't, or you Either they, they drink less and they stop drinking and they become like you, healthier, or 
yeah. you don't want to you don't want to ruin your health to be with other people you know and this is like what a deep it's deep it's deep it's like you know it goes you, deep <laughs> yeah it goes really deep that's why i have very few friends left oh, <laughs> but uh, no no in general be your friends i just can't i can't i can't if if people just drink too much i i just i i, I try once twice and then i'm like okay i need to find other 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 friends yeah. and, uh, i hear you and i feel you it's, yes uh, it's, but it's not easy let me see if the, what else <laughs> we want to belong and that's why we do stuff we shouldn't do i know we we that's the thing and we have to you know look into ourselves what is it better to ruin your health or to be with people that well, i think it don't. you know when you start loving yourself and you realize you know um how beautiful you are and I think this is also where health coaching really has this big impact, um, helps, you know, people see, you know, I'm, I'm worth caring for, I'm worth eating healthy, uh, you know, I'm worthy of that, all of that. And I think this is when change starts to happen. And this is also when you start attracting the people. The right people, exactly. The right people. Or yes. even changing people's, you know, and who are like, oh, wait a second. Yeah, she's like, okay, I'm going to eat the salad. Like you eat the salad, everybody's eating this greasy fried stuff and you eat salad. Yeah. And you eat the and salad and you're happy. And they're going to start looking once, twice, three times. They're going to be like, oh, wait, maybe I should eat some salad too. And uh, hopefully you convert, you know, some yeah, people. It's but it's hard. It, it's hard, but it's like uh, this one client, I remember she, she basically changed her family too, her, um, her parents. She um, told them about what she was doing with me and ever so slowly she said, well, they're taking to it. So it has a ripple effect, right? If one part of the system changes, the others don't have a choice. They will, they will have to change actually. Adapt. And, Yes. Yeah, now, and it's uh, the same body, right? Absolutely. Now, Carol, where can people find you? How can they uh, contact you? I put, we put a lot of links on the <laughs> on the post. So, so, what is the best way to contact you directly? Yeah, directly is I have. Um, I think I put the link there with Calently. They can make a. I, what I offer is a thirty-minute uh, free health consultation, and um, you can also find this on linked. Um, no. LinkedIn or um, Instagram. I'm, I'm more active on uh, Instagram these days. Um, and then uh, schedule a free 30 minute session with me. That's the first step. And we could see if we are a fit. Um, and I'm also on Facebook, obviously. I um, repost what I post on Instagram. I have my website, drcarolschumacher.com. Um, and there is actually what I wanted to mention. There is um, some freebies you can download. There is a, a guide to uh, how to sleep better. There is also a guide to better self-care. And uh, there's actually also like a 10-day Dejunk Your Life program you can sign up for and you get a daily email with tips how you can dejunk your life. Oh, wow. That's yeah. nice. So you heard her. You heard her. Huh? Emma, yeah. we have so no excuses. Here. No excuses. Uh, get the consultation, the free consultation with Dr. Carol. She's amazing. And um, you get the link. It's a Calendly. You, you see her calendar. And um, yeah, and go from there. You know, it can uh, you know, improve your life uh, substantially. And uh, let's work together to 
you know, to make this world a better place, one person at a time. Dr. Carol, um, our time is up. I love 10-day de-junk. Yes, try it, RC. And um, hopefully, I know that we are going to see each other again. I love um, everything that you've done and, and you're doing. And we still have so much to talk about. Yeah, we haven't touched anything. <laughs> I know, I know. But we have to go. And I'll see you guys. We'll see you soon with Dr. Carol. Okay, probably in January, we're going to have another interview where we're going to find out more about her uh, wonderful um, programs that she has. Okay, but yeah. uh, take advantage of the free consultation. And, um, and I'll see you next time. Okay. Thank yes, you for being like here, guys. And uh, thank you, Carol, Dr. Carol. And uh, until next time, okay? Yes. Ciao, everyone.